Welcome to the Roundtable. I am Jennifer Eller, and with me today is my co-host, Mike Hill, and our producer, Nick Wilson. Somebody needs a here. camera on him of at course. one point. Of course. Yeah, yeah like when they know we, he's here now. At least I'm giving yeah, them no, some credit. Yeah, no, I know, but like <laughs> when we do introduce him, there needs to be like a camera that'd be like, the, the, the person you never see, is this is him. Well, like, I think this, I'm working this. on something, maybe, so okay. we'll see how Got it goes. So yeah. anyways, yeah. <laughs> today with us is our guest is Kelly Dyson. Yay. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, um, so I want to talk about your family a little bit. Um, okay. But her son, Kale, and her daughter-in-law, Paige, were yes. on a few weeks ago. So if you have not listened to Kale and Paige's podcast, please go and do that. Because I know uh, Mike and I both still think it was a pretty amazing and um, yeah. podcast. So you did yeah. really well. And it I told you that, raising oh, him. So I was did. very impressed well. with who they are as a couple and individual, too. What Thank that's you. Doing we always them, do our so. best, you know. But <laughs> yes. you, just, you never know. But yeah, right, I'm, right. I'm thankful. Yeah. So what other children yeah. do you have then? Yeah. So um, I have two daughters. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is Cassie, and um, she's, oh boy, uh, married to Stephen. How old is and she? See, I knew you were going to ask. Oh, because I, I don't <laughs> yeah, know the age of my Kale's kids either. 26. Like, I think there's some, somewhere. See, Kale's 26, so Jessica would be 33. Cassie is 35. Okay. Mm. See, wow. listen, you at least know. I'm like right. somewhere in the 26, 7. Well, yeah. Isaac's 22. I do know that. Okay. He's Trevor's age, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lexi so. Brady, got a, yeah. Yeah, it's I got hard. some yeah. some idea. Yeah. yeah, they're in their twenties, higher twenties. Yeah. 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 So anyway, there's Cassie, uh, our firstborn, mm -hmm. and she's 35, uh, married to Stephen Grossman, farm local farmer in Urbana. Oh. Um, they have three kids: Keaton, Adley, and Corbin. Mm -hmm. And then. And that's what he does for a living. He's a farmer. Stephen? Oh yeah. Oh wow! I didn't even know that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they do. So. They're close by. Mm -hmm. And then um, our second daughter is Jessica, and she's 33. And uh, she and her husband, Cody, live in Pendleton. Mm. So, and they have two little kids, mm -hmm. um, Weston and Kyla. How'd they end so, up down there? Well, through Cody's job. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He actually, yeah. Um, They've been a few different places, but end up finding some acreage in Pendleton, which oh, is awesome. what they wanted because they didn't really like the city life. Yeah. So anyway, found some acreage, built a house, and I think they're happy where they're at now. Yeah. Good. So they're not too far away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, they have Weston and Kyla. So I've got the five grandkids. Mm -hmm. And um, do you and enjoy being a grandma? Yeah. I love it. Is it better <laughs> than being a mom? Well, you know, it is. Because for certain reasons, yeah. like you don't have the responsibility, <laughs> but I have to say, I, I love being a mom okay. and I still love being mm. a mom. Yeah. I, it's in your nature. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But yes, being a grandma is super special. So right. yeah, love it. Yeah. And, and super close thing. to your family. Yeah. Right. Like that's yeah. a, yeah. We're, were you close. ready to kick him out of the house or were you like, keep him in? Oh, I would have never kicked him out. Oh, man, I'm kicking him. I'm like, they can't no. get out of here fast enough. No. Okay. My kids can always come back home or what? Yeah, no, I meant when I mean, my kids were growing up, I'm like, here's your choices. If you go to college, you can come home in the summer. Once you're done with college, 
you need to move on. Like, or if you're not going to college, you need to find a place to live because I'm ready for the empty nester stage. Sarah is a complete opposite. She's like, oh, if they stay with me forever, I'll keep doing their laundry up until they're, I'm like, what? Yeah, that's a mom thing. Judas. Jennifer's like. (laughs) So if I'm going by your rules, my kid should be gone. (laughs) (laughs) God. Yeah. No, but I just think people are different. Yeah. I'm fine. They just can't afford it. That's the thing. They can't afford to, you know, but it'll be coming. Yeah. I mean, when you have eight kids running around in a 1600 square foot house, you can just, you can't Mm -hmm. boot them out fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That might be a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. I was just like, I was curious because I, I mean, from a grandpa standpoint, because I even think there's a difference between grandma and grandpa, yeah. you know, How piece of it. How many kids do you have? Uh, three. Oh, you have three. Four. Oh, oh sorry. Five, six. 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 Oh, my word. Six grandkids now. And so Corbin and Haley moved out to Arizona, so they're out in Arizona. So that's, that's a little bit tougher because now you just, like Solomon, their new baby, like we don't, and I have to process this because he's following the call of God. Like you're not going to get to see him grow up. You know, so that's a that's little hard. bit weird. Like, I don't know how, you know, that'll all go. And then Abby uh, is down near Fairmount. So they live okay. there. So they're like far a- enough away that you don't get to see them all the time. And then right. Allie and Jacob are here in town. Mm-hmm. So they just had a new baby. And yeah, so wow. Brody. And so I didn't realize you had six. Yeah. Almost seven. Oh, Abby's yeah. Abby, Abby will be having her baby in March. So yep. seven grandkids and. Yeah. So I, I, again, I'm trying to figure out that whole, cause I talked to, I said this, I think on the last podcast, like some people are like everything that my grandkids do, I'm going to be at everything. And I'm like, I have eight children. If I, I am not going to be sitting in a gym and running around to watch a, because Abby yeah. Hadley had, and I went to one of them, like she had this T-ball game. So you drive an hour down there and I'm like, we're seriously watching kids that, oh. I mean, it's so awful, but I mean, Hadley's super excited. <laughs> She's out there, you know, and, yeah. when your kids were young, did they ever do this? Like they were out mm-hmm. there, they're not really playing. They're no, just playing no. in the dirt and picking yes. dandelions. And yes. I'm sitting over there thinking, and you're like herding cats trying to, I mean, oh, Trevor, uh, I mean, Eric had coached like Emma's soccer team or something. And it was like awful. Yeah. I mean, like four, three, four year olds. And it's like, you can't get them to do anything. And yeah. you just yeah. have to, it's just, yeah, we never experience. made it to her. She's like playing basketball Hadley's playing basketball too and they're like oh we got this I'm like I am not going yeah. to watch a five-year-old yes, dribble you need a to. basketball around at least one you have to go to one. Oh, Judas yeah yeah, yeah. anyway I'm I, sorry that's off the subject no. I'm like I don't I think I'm I gonna be it. a bad grandpa that way like no. I gotta figure that part out yeah so. I mean I'm like you I think I mean, I just thought, well, I'm going to go to everything once he's, you know, I can't wait. Yeah. Well, I have realized as young as they are, I mean, the oldest one's nine, but I can tell already I'm not going to be able to get to everything. <laughs> and so that's yeah. hard mm-hmm. to think one of them's going to be doing something. I'm not going to be there watching them, but yeah. I, I have come to the realization there's no way mm-hmm. I can see already. I can't be at everything. Okay. But. This is off the subject. So I got to ask you this. Okay. So. If you don't want to answer, you can not answer. Okay. So Sherry's mom, you know, Chuck died when he was 51, you know, so she was 49, 50 years old. Mm -hmm. She chose not to get remarried so that she could go do whatever she wanted and not have the, 
thought of having to divide her time. Has that ever ran right. through your mind? Like of the idea of getting remarried again with the thought of, man, I don't want to have to think through and you don't have to answer just yeah. it thought I just thought of that as like is will that be hard with the choice of what you do with the next chapter of your life with the idea that you yeah. won't or might not be able to go to everything because maybe that person has grandkids too and right and no I haven't gotten there okay to be honest nope, like, that's I haven't gotten to that point to where I have thought through it that much yeah because to me my I mean my family is just it's everything. No, I know. You know. And so, yeah. That's what she said. So, she was like, I would rather be single yes. and not have a partner if I can go do whatever mm -hmm. I want. Right. Which I was the complete opposite. Like, I would be terrible being alone. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize how much you depend on your wife until oh. she's gone. Like, I mean, I had yeah. no idea that I was that needy. Right. You know and, I mean? right. Why are you laughing? You are because right. you already knew it. Because I know you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I he had knew no. He couldn't well, it's, it's on funny that you say that because you're like, I'm never going to get remarried again. I'm never going to get remarried yeah. again. I mean, you always said that since I've known you. I yeah. mean, that was never. And no. then it was like, even after she passed, you're like, nope, not going to. Then one day no. you're like, yep, yeah, nope, I can't do this. No. You I know? just didn't and, realize how. Like, <laughs> like what you have, you don't realize what you have until it's gone. It's like you didn't want to open your mail and you paid for Abby to do your laundry. Oh yeah, no. You know, because you're like, I, you didn't want to do any of that. No, I, again, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I just have to admit, you could ask Sarah this. I might be the more needy than I thought. Wow. That's the, I'm kind of <laughs> I mean, that poor yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, She's yeah, like, I just, I, I finally realized how much of you needed a wife. But anyway, yeah. I couldn't make that decision. I would have never been good alone. Yeah. So. Well, and I don't like being alone, mm -hmm. but it's for different reasons. Like, I'm, I don't feel needy. Like, I'm capable of doing everything. No. You know, as far as I don't need anybody. I mean, there are certain things I can't do. But, like, I yeah. can take care of myself. I can right. do my thing or whatever. But mm -hmm. I, I never was one to be alone. No. Mm -hmm. From a companionship standpoint. Yeah, from and, that. Yeah. It's like. Having somebody to share what? life and, yeah. Right. But yet, I know I can take care of myself and I can do it, all these things. But, yeah. It's not fun yeah. to be alone. Yeah. Sorry. That but was no. just, I wanted to, you know, because I always, in, in, yeah. again, knowing my own situation, you know, how I had to process those feelings because, again, in the beginning, it's almost like a betrayal. Like the idea oh, that yeah, you would like, ever love somebody again was almost like, am like I betraying? That person. Yeah. Am I betraying mm -hmm. the person that I met when I was 15 years old? Like the mm -hmm. idea that if you could ever love somebody again, that it's almost like, like I had to come to grips with that when you choose to love somebody again, it's, it's not replacing the love that you had. Cause you always yeah. will love that person, right? but it's a new love and it's a new chapter and a new place. Because in the beginning, that was some of the biggest barriers for me was like, man, this is the person I've known my wow. whole life, you know? And yeah. the idea of even thinking about another woman would be like, is she up there in heaven mm -hmm. ready to like eat oh. on you? Well, because she told me, she said the last month of her life, she's like, don't you ever get remarried. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, you had a lot to think oh, about. Oh, and then. you just got to know Sherry because oh. I get it. I would be the same way. If that's who you grew up with and that's all you mm -hmm. ever knew, the thought of somebody else having your, the person that you love, like mm -hmm. I get it. Like I don't fault mm -hmm. her for those feelings right. of... Well, that's funny. Of course, I know a lot of people may not understand where I'm coming from yet because I'm kind of jumping ahead here. <laughs> but to your 
um, mm. what you just said that Sherry told you. Um, the summer before Troy passed, we didn't even know he was sick, okay? Mm. And we're up at the lake house, and I can picture it like it was yesterday. And he says to me, which, looking back, I think, I mean, I knew he was having pain then. Mm. And I, I feel like he kind of knew something, but right. didn't, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. But he said to me, he said, now you know. He said, if anything ever happens to me, he said, mm. you need to get remarried. Mm. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I was looking at him like, I said, we're, we're going to grow old together. That That's right. the plan, right. you know. Mm. And he said, I'm just saying, you're so young, you know, mm. you're young. If something ever happens to me, you need to get remarried. You shouldn't be by yourself all this time. And I'm like, well, that's really nice of you to say. But, <laughs> right. And I told him, I said, I don't know that I could tell you the same thing. Yeah. Like, mm. now if something happens to me, you get remarried. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Because to think of your, your oh. spouse with someone else, mm -hmm. that's hard. Yeah, because I'm already a jealous person. Like, I'm a jealous mm -hmm. person naturally. So I'm like, yeah. I can still to this day remember talking about, I was married for 28 years, and I can still to this day remember the, the boyfriend that Sherry had before me. And I'm still mad about it. Yes. I'm still mad about it. I'm yeah. like, I am the weirdest it, person that way. Like the idea well, that somebody else kissed my wife. Oh, that yeah. whole what? Yeah. I'm just saying. Just those listening. are my feelings. Yes. Like I'm a jealous. That's a real thing. Un unfortunately, I'm like, she's mine. You. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to think about th that person ever loving someone yeah. else. It's like, wait, no, I want to be their person. Right. So. Yeah, lots we, of feelings afterwards oh, yeah. to work it's, through. Yeah, lots of The mental of, part of all this has been huge. Yeah. Yeah. So Sorry, I, I got oh, off no, on a tangent, but I've just I'm curious how other people cuz yeah. obviously I sought counsel afterwards to kind of work through my feelings cuz they were a little bit weird, you know, yeah. and I'm like I went to Stephen Twilley and I'm like, "Hey, I got to tell you this, like this is what I'm mm -hmm. feeling in my sinning. Is it like where am I at? What, how is this going to, because the other thing for me was whatever decision I made, six or 700 other people are going to care because it's the oh. church, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, it's the person I planted a church with. It's the person that we've been here from the beginning. And so you whatever, watching you. whatever decision I make, you know, people are going to have. So I had to really process that because I process my feelings, but that's yeah. why I've never really talked to somebody else about like, I wonder what other people think after they lose a spouse, what do they, how, other than right. Diana, you know, who was like, I'm well, good. <laughs> and yeah. And that was part of my comfort in coming and doing this today. And I mean, I'm sorry that you went through what you oh. did, but that was part of my comfort yeah. is knowing you would understand right? whatever I was talking about or whatever, like you would probably back me up on what I'm saying yeah. or be able to express, you know, yeah. how it was for you. And, yeah. So. Yeah, and those feelings, and again, that that whole, I think it's an everlasting transition till the day that I die. Oh you know, because I told Sarah this the other day is, is that, you know, you start all over, like you're learning to love somebody all over again, you know, and it's when you grow up with somebody, you know, you learn oh. to love them through the whole process and, you know, you grow up with them, you have kids with them. It's just different now that you're older, you yeah. know, to learn to love you well as a wife. I mean, you got to start all over and start to get to know that person. And because again, imagine, you can date anybody, but, but how do you really know them? Mm -hmm. I mean, at this age, 
I mean, because well, it's not like you're going to date for five years. That would be weird. Yeah. How are you ever going to get to know that person like you knew yeah. your first person? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just different. Yeah. It's, okay. You can't explain it. Sorry, so, Jennifer. I hijacked, <laughs> I hijacked right from the beginning. <laughs> She's only talking about her kids, and I already hijacked the, yeah. the moment. So, so I yeah. apologize. So, yeah. So I had the girls. They were nine and seven when Kale was born. He just was has been sure he was not planned. He's like, <laughs> you guys didn't mean to have me. You couldn't have. I'm like, no, we really did. But we just mm -hmm. got kind of busy on the farm mm -hmm. at a certain time in life. And mm -hmm. there was no, you know. So anyway, then we got back to a place where we weren't quite as busy because um, we, we had taken over a big hog operation and um, just took all of Troy's time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, then um, got that ended, and anyway, then we're like, okay, if we're going to have that third child, we probably need to be thinking yeah. about it, you know, so. Were you hoping so for a boy? Like, was that ever going through your mind of, like, Troy's a farmer and, like, passing it on to his kids? And you would think that that was, would be a big part of it. Yeah. But, and with our first one, Troy wanted a boy. Oh, okay. You know, just, mm -hmm. I think that's typical. Yeah. Well, we had a girl. Yeah. Well, his heart turned to mush, <laughs> you know, and he loved her so yeah. much. And then we had the second girl. Well, yeah. she is was just as special to Troy. I mean, he loved his girls. I loved the girls. Having girls, we were fine having mm -hmm. a third one. Okay. Well, lo and behold, mm -hmm. here came Kale. Yeah. And when he was born, <laughs> well, oh, I could go into a whole nother story. <laughs> anyway, long story short, Troy wanted to know what we were having, mm -hmm. and I didn't. You could so, do that back then? Yes. Oh, I didn't Just know. Just through, you know, with an mm -hmm. ultrasound. Anyway, mm -hmm. long story short. So I went and had my ultrasound done, had the tech, put in an envelope what it was, gave it to Troy because he wanted to know. And so he knew we okay. were having a boy. Okay. But I didn't. Mm. So anyway, that was kind of. He held mm -hmm. that secret he the did. whole time? Mm-hmm. Wow, I could never do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we had Kale. And yeah. that's, the, that's our family. And yeah. He and Paige don't have children mm -hmm. yet. So, yeah. Yeah. So what do you like to do for fun? Oh, well, that's one thing that I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out now yeah. because Troy and I were together all the time. And I, I mean, we ate three meals, you know, mm. that's kind of how a lot of farmers are. Maybe they aren't anymore. But so he still farmed because you said you had a he, hog operation. You got rid yes. of that, but you still had like row crops or something? Oh, yes. Or, okay. Yes. Yeah. And hogs of our own. This was oh, okay. a different farm we moved Got to it. that we took over for someone, then moved back to our house. But anyway, so um, seeing now, what was your question? Yeah. What do you I, do so for fun? Going fun. back to farm. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I, oh, yeah. So anyway, my life has always been mm. Troy and the family. Mm -hmm. and, and the lakes. And the lakes. That came along later. Yeah. Okay. And that was a good thing, too. Because yeah. you were a stay-at-home wife, Stay mom. Stay-at-home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I worked yeah. until I had Cass. Mm. And um, after that, you know, with farming, you know, it's up and down, up mm -hmm. and down. You have good years. You have bad years. Mm -hmm. So on the bad years, you know, I'd be like, Troy, you know, I, I'm capable of working. I can go back to work. And he's like, mm -mm. Mm -hmm. He said, I like having you home. And it wouldn't be worth it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So... Every time I offered to go back to work, he said, I mean, he, he didn't control me and say, mm -hmm. no, you're not going back to work. He's just like, you know, you're worth a lot to me to have mm -hmm. you at home. Right. So, yes, I've been at home for many mm -hmm. years just doing what the kids need, what Troy needs. We mm -hmm. did construction projects together, mm -hmm. all sorts of things. So 
without him, yeah, this has been a big change. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've the last three years, I've just been trying to put my life back together. Um, yeah, so can you and, talk about that a little bit? I do bit? enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I embrace, you know, my family, the grandkids, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So. Right. But I think this is, I mean, I think this is a good subject, like that idea, even before we get into your whole story. But okay. as you are figuring it out. So mm-hmm. can you talk to, because th- I know that we're going to have people listening that are in the same place. They've lost mm-hmm. somebody. They're trying to figure out the next chapter. Can you, can you nav, I mean, I don't know how much you want to share about your feelings and where you're at today of trying to, because when, mm-hmm. when you say put your life back together, yeah. what does putting your life back together and what have been some experiences that have been good for you and what have been some experiences of like, oh, you know. Yeah. So let me say first, when I say putting my life back together, a sermon that you did comes to mind and not that you would remember this, but I text you after the sermon because I was like, thank you for that. That really resonated with me and made total sense. And it was the, when you had like a vase or a glass, something that was broken and shattered and you said, Trying to put that back together, no. you know, it's never going to go back together the same. Mm-hmm. I will never forget mm-hmm. that. That was a monumental time in my life. Mm-hmm. It was the pivotal moment in my life where I finally, because this was the thing about the poor church. The church was along the journey with me because every Sunday I preached that Sherry was sick. And oh. as she was going through that, I was just preaching me. It was yes. my emotions. It was my thoughts. It was, I feel sorry for the church because I mean, it was every oh. Sunday. It was just like, here's what God's, this is God talking through me on me trying to navigate. So mine was very public. I would just get up on Sunday and be like, this is what I'm navigating. Cause yes. I have been since Sherry died trying to put this vase back together. And every time I get that dumb sucker back together, it doesn't even look the same mm. and it'll never yeah. be the same. And I can't. As much as I try and as hard as I try to put it back together, it never, it never works. Never works. It was pivotal for me. I always remember that. And I do remember when you sent me the text because I just know that for anybody that's been trying to do that, because the funny thing about it is it's not even just in losing somebody. And that's why I wanted you to talk about it. Lots of people are trying to put their life back together, whether it's losing somebody, whether it's a transition in life, whether it's like there are lots of people that are trying to figure out and navigate a new a new chapter. Like Uh, there's a lot of circumstances that can, you know, pull the rug out from under you. And then you're I don't want to say forced to start something new, but you are. You are. And um, so, yeah when you were going through what you were going through and like you say, getting up there every Sunday and talking, of course, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Like it's all making sense to me. And when you did that, I'm like, he's right. Mm-hmm. I, I can't keep trying to make this be mm-hmm. what it was mm-hmm. because it will never be. Right. And I can, I could spend the rest of my life and trying to make it what it was. And it, it's just not going to happen. So, I'm trying to figure out, here it is three years later, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, how do I make the best use of my time mm-hmm. now that I'm, I mean, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I'm not going to just sit at home 
and mm -hmm. let all this consume me. I need to do something, and I'm slow at it, but I'm one of those people that I have to cross this bridge yeah. before I can cross mm -hmm. or right. think about crossing the sure. next one. So I've just mm -hmm. been going step by step, and I feel like I've made a lot of progress. Did you ever struggle mm -hmm. finding joy? Um, After Troy, like the idea of like, not that you're like in a depression, but the whole right. like, and again, I'm just speaking from my own, like when you center your life around a person, right or wrong, I mean, I mean. And I don't want to interrupt you, no. but on that as well, that's one thing I learned. I counted on Troy for everything, way more than God. And, I, and that's not right, but it's the truth. I, if, I mean, I counted on him. He was always there for me. And, you know, thinking now, I'm like, so was God, but I wasn't, that's not where my mind was. Right. If I needed anything or had any, I mean, Troy was my person and I leaned on him for everything, Yeah. you know, and I should have leaned more on God mm -hmm. because God is always there mm -hmm. for you. And not that Troy wouldn't have been, but like, he's not here for me anymore. And so losing him, and I don't mean poor me, don't get me wrong at all. I, no, I'm again, it's saying, your story. And that's what we're trying yeah, to see, like how God like, works through that. I mean, but yeah, I counted on him and he's not here. Yeah. Cause that's for me, the pivotal point before I did the, the vase message like I, again, as clear as you can hear God speak, the question that he asked me is, is that, do you love your wife more than you love me? Because mm -hmm. if you loved me, you would move on to the next chapter because you would know that I have you, that I have a plan for you, that you can be used. And I honestly had to think about it. And I'm the pastor, oh, mm -hmm. like yeah. I'm the pastor of the church. And I did mm -hmm. because I was in such a rut of like, I, you know, you love somebody so much. And then you get to this pivotal point, rug pulled out, get to a crossroad. I mean, it's whatever. I had yeah. to answer the question because if I do love him more, then I will accept the new vase and the new chapter and the new way. And I'll stop trying to put it back together. That's how that message came about because yeah. not that I was... I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I was depressed. I don't know what my feelings were. Yeah. Whatever they were, I was not in a place that, that was right. And, and I had to come to, the crossroads I had to come to, I, was, I, had to make, I had to make a decision. And it was, who did I love more? Right. And isn't that crazy mm -hmm. that I even had to add, that God even had to ask me that question? Yeah, but it's, it's real. Yeah, it's I, know, yeah, real... I know. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's why I ask you is, is that like, because yeah. there are people out there, whether it's the loss of a child, whether it's the loss, because even today, I mean, there are people who have lost parents. And even though these parents have been older in life, it's still, it's a new chapter. It's a new oh. thing. It's a new, like whatever that pull the rug out, come to the crossroads. When that part of your life is missing, whatever that is, yes. the struggle to move on or the struggle to continue on is a struggle. And that's why I just wondered when, when you talked about all that, kind of what your emotions were as you worked through some of those things. Yeah. And, and some of my advice for whoever wants to hear it is, you know, make God number one, mm. you know, and mm. even though I already knew that, I, I really know it now. Yeah, for if, sure. If you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, like, yeah. 
I just didn't think about it that much before because my, I mean, shoot, Troy and I, as far as our marriage, we were living the dream, right. you know, so it was all good. I, and I was caught up in all of it. Yeah. And, and like I say, leaned on mm-hmm. Troy way more than God, yeah. way more. Mm-hmm. And I, looking back, my advice is just. Yeah. So as you're putting the pieces back together, that's some of the advice for our listeners is like, yeah, lean into the one that's not going to move. Yes. Yes. You're not going to lose anything (laughs) here on earth. You don't know. And no, Troy and I, you know, he say, oh, you know, as long as we're together, we'll get through anything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, well, not ever thinking one of, you know, you just don't ever plan on one of you not being here. And then it happens. Like, I'm still like, who, whose life am I living? This is not my life. Right. You know, you get that feeling like this isn't my life. Right. You know, well, it is my new life and I've, I've, I've accepted it. I've been at the crossroads like you're talking about. Um, and yeah, you have to choose, you know, and luckily I've chosen to follow God's plan yeah. and be open to God's plan. And that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've learned I'm not in control. Yeah. If I was in control, I wouldn't be in the situation I am today. And, right. And there again, I don't mean I'm, you know, I mean, feel sorry for me. I'm in this horrible situation. I don't mean that at all because everyone gets in these situations at some point, mm-hmm. it seems like in life. And you've said that so many times on Sunday, like, you know, if you haven't had that, you know, get ready, get ready because <laughs> it's coming. Something's coming. And so it is so important. I see now, and not that I didn't think it was important before, but this has just brought so much to light for me. Um, it is important to have that strong foundation yeah. because without that, like I didn't, I knew I had a, a good relationship with God mm-hmm. prior to Troy's mm-hmm. passing, but I'm, I was pleasantly surprised to learn it was as strong as it was mm. to keep me where I needed to be, you know, and I can't imagine, I feel for the people that don't have that foundation right. because I can't imagine getting through something mm-hmm. so devastating without that foundation. But I think that's the powerful and part about your story because scripture is clear about this, right? That we will all be tested. Right. The idea that and tests can come in multiple different ways. Exactly. And the idea of what scripture says is, is it's in those tests. Here's what you will find. Was your foundation secure mm-hmm. or was it built on sand? And again, I th- believe that for a lot of people, when they come to the rocking of their life, yeah. the rug being pulled out, the crossroads, they found out it was sand. And the powerful right. part about your story is, is that, yep, all the windows got blown in, the roof came down, the house seemed destroyed, but the foundation was there. The power of your story is that's what we have to remember. The foundation right. will stand. We can rebuild. We can move off of that. But we also, the fall can only go so far. Right. That, I mean, I think that's what's so cool about the foundation. The fall can only go so far because you are going to hit the foundation yes. and rebuilding isn't maybe what you wanted to do, but at no. least you can rebuild. At least you can rebuild. Right. Yeah. So. And 
I mean, I give all the credit to God because if I hadn't had that foundation, I wouldn't have been able to put one foot in front of the other. For sure. That is how devastating and mind-blowing this whole thing has been. And I just, I feel for those that if they don't have that strong foundation, that it, I just want to say it's important to build it just because, I mean, I hope, I hope everybody could... I wish everybody could go through life and not have something happen. But gosh, it does happen whether you think it's going to or not. I mean, I never, I never dreamed. Yeah. And just think, this is the thing that I always say is, is that just think now, like how good it was then, but think now that your foundation has been tested and your faith is now stronger than it's ever been. Now think about how God's going to use you. You know what I mean? Because that's the part I always look at is that I never would have asked for any of this, but I also, there, there's something different in me. I mean, it just is losing a spouse, going through things, each one of those things that you have in your life, if we allow God to work, builds our Mm -hmm. faith and gives us chances to do things that 10 years ago you weren't prepared for. Like, oh, I, you just weren't. Yeah. I mean, I, the, you can't yeah. get it, and you don't wish it on anybody, Yeah. but you also can't get it until it comes. So Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. I just <laughs> think you just need to take over, and let's start talking more about her story. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're okay. 33 minutes in, so <laughs> well, I think I mean, we. Well, again, well, so can I just touch on a couple things? Because, sure. I mean, I would like to go. Like what uh, I know about your story, because okay. I think well, that part's kind yeah. of funny, you know, is, is that I always heard it through Tad. Oh, you okay. know, I would. <laughs> oh, this is going to be. learn something, Kelly. No. This is going to be interesting. And so I, but, I'm going to say this okay. is, is, Just... as clear as I could understand it, okay. but I can remember. So when Tad, you know, essentially started coming to church and really giving his life over to God, yes. Tad was seriously praying for and concerned about his friends. And yeah. Troy was one of his best friends, mm-hmm. if not his best friend. And I can remember Tad talking about, like, be great to get Troy to come to church, you know, yeah. back. Because, again, I don't know anything about how you guys grew up or what any yeah. of those things look like, but I know for Tad it was really important. And then once you guys started coming, the transformation in Troy, I would hear through Tad of mm-hmm. like, you can't believe it. I mean, the transformation yeah. that has happened in Troy's life was like incredible. So can you kind of give yeah. us some of the backstory? Like I said, yeah. I'm only giving sure. what I saw from the outside or heard, Sure, you know, and then saw when we went and visited him as he was dying, his faith, like that's the yeah. thing I did see. So once I did, like you guys are like, Hey, it's not good. You know, and we're going to go over and talk. To hear him talk was not like a man that had no faith. I mean, this was a man right. that now right. faith was a huge yeah. part of. And again, I'm not trying to discount what happened in oh. any of what he was like before. I'm just right. giving this view of what right. I saw. So um, for both of us, okay, so me growing up, went to church here and there. Um, it wasn't something that was an every Sunday thing, but... I mean, my parents were believers. You know, it's not like we were yeah. bad people. Okay. You weren't so. a complete heathen. No. No, <laughs> no. Not completely. So, and Troy was raised in church. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, if 
if you would ask him, he said, we went every Sunday, we went every Sunday night and wow. Wednesday nights. Okay. I mean, you know, yeah. that's what he would say. So he was raised in a church, you know, was baptized, you know, as a younger individual. And um, he knew a lot about the Bible. Yeah. So after we got married and stuff, though, um, I don't know. He just, he had a bitter taste in his mouth from some people thinking, he felt like some people thought they were better than others when they're at church every Sunday and doing this and that. And Troy was one to feel like, hey, we're all the same. Nobody's perfect. But he felt like some people, you know, thought they were. So anyway, he just wasn't interested in going. Well, we had our children and I tried to get them to church. You know, I would take them. And that was one thing that was hard for me is that I didn't have a husband that was going to church mm-hmm. with me, you know, I'd look around on Sunday mornings and there's <laughs> these couples, you know, and the, the husband has his arm around the wife and they're listening I'm like, oh, that would be, that would be nice, you yeah. know, but I mean, nothing against mm-hmm. Troy. I, I don't mean that, no. but I felt like it was important to get the kids to church. Okay. So I, I thought we would never go to church together mm-hmm. as a couple, you know, on a regular basis. Well, lo and behold, you know, we started coming in, I think it was like the fall of 2018 and came once, came twice. Yeah. We're, we're in, yeah. you know, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. never thought I would see the day that Troy and I, and especially with him willing and wanting to go, right. I never thought that day would come and it mm-hmm. did. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so good, you know. Because it's not like I'm saying, just come to church. Mm-hmm. With, I mean, he's like, he was we're going to church. Like, he yes. really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So that was a blessing, you know, just he and I coming to church together again. That was so good. And um, and then, you know, plus then getting to, you know, building somewhat of a relationship with you, you know, and he yeah. was doing the small group at Tad's. Yep. Yep. And, um, you know, all along not knowing how much we would need someone like you in our lives, mm. you know, not having a clue. And I, I feel like that's one of the things that God was working in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and long before we ever knew anything was even wrong. And I didn't realize it until now that all this has happened and I'm looking back. But, you know, the timing of us coming here to church his faith being rekindled and him wanting to come to church, the opportunity for us to be together at church, um, and the unfortunate things were, that were, you know, coming soon in our lives. And we have Mike to go to for help, yeah. comfort, peace, and, you know, whatever, I don't know what you want to call it, yeah. but we, need, we needed you. Yeah. And if we hadn't had you at that time, that, I don't know. It would right. have looked very different. Right. And I'll never forget you coming that first time. And, you know, and there again, that's when it all started. Like, this is, what are we doing here? This is weird. No. What are we even talking about this kind of stuff? How can this be? How can we even be in this situation? But anyway, you know, you were helpful. We, unfortunately, six weeks later, needed you mm-hmm. for his funeral. Yeah. Um, you know, it all happened so fast. And, and then on a, 
more positive thing. You know, Kale gets married. We had someone that we wanted to come to to see if you would be involved, mm -hmm. you know, and be there for us then. Because I know you help so many families and you're there for so many people. So I don't know what it meant to you, but for mm -hmm. us to have you, like, you're special to our family, you know. Well, the thing that I will never forget, I will never forget, because there's nothing, I said this to Susan Heupel this morning, so uh, her ex-husband, the Heupel, Mark, is dying, oh. essentially, and so he's over in the nursing home, and I, I've said this, and all my, it's even harder now after losing Sherry, but yeah. every time that I go, knowing, listen, you're going to sit with a family, and you're going to talk yeah. to a person that time is short what do you say? Mm -hmm. You know, this has been all of my life in all ministry because I've right. sat with families who have 15 year old sons and daughters and lost babies. And oh, like, what do you yeah. say? And I'll never forget, you know, walking in and, you know, coming and talking to you and then being able to talk to Troy. And I, in fact, I even look back on this after Kale said that on the podcast, I went back because I came home and I wrote in my mm -hmm. journal, you know, to pray for Kale, because you said like, listen, I don't know how he's going to take this. He's really close to his father. I think that his questions are going to be like, why and how does this happen? And if God's really a good God, how's all this going to be? Yes. And I remember before I left that day, I went and talked to him and he did. He said, I'm mad. Mm -hmm. I'm upset. I finally have this, you know, I had this relationship with my dad and my dad is the center of my life. Mm -hmm. And so to see all of that come to fruition, I got to see him love Jesus see him get married, yes. see him give his testimony. I mean, this is why I'm in ministry. Yeah. Like the idea that you get to be with families in some of the most, because again, this was the other part of it, talking to you and then going to Troy. Like sometimes for a new believer, your expectation would be like, why? But he never said that to me. He no. never looked at me and he never said, man, what happened? Like, I finally got it right. Like, mm -hmm. he never, he never went down that road. Every, yeah. When I come and talk to him, like, he never went down the road of why me. Yes. He, he th this is what was exciting. Like, he and you guys were still on mission to say, we're still going to try, in the best of our ability, oh. in a circumstance that makes so, no sense, we're still going to glorify God. Because he even said, like, I hope that my testimony through my death will reach my friends. I mean, mm. yeah, that, again, uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I those do. are the things that you just, you yeah. don't want. Mm -mm. But now that you go fast forward three years and you look back yeah. that the way that God worked. Yeah. And I feel no, funny having no, these notes, but it's yeah. just because I, I didn't want to forget anything, but, um, I'm just going to go briefly yeah, through no. a few things. You know, yeah. said we started coming to church um, in 2018. So July of 2019, we bought our third lake house to like remodel. Mm -hmm. We had purchased one on uh, Tippy, total, a total, I mean, total <laughs> redo, and it turned out pretty good. We worked, you know, we enjoyed working together, doing mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So did that. It was, you know, great experience. Went to Wawasee, bought a place there, got it fixed up, got it sold. Well, you know, we we love being at the lake. So mm -hmm. Troy's like, we got to find another mm -hmm. lake house, you know, to do. I'm like, okay, you know. So we were working with this realtor, 
this house came about that it didn't need that much mm -hmm. work. It just cosmetic mm -hmm. painting, uh, just little things, and and the cost was way more mm -hmm. than we had spent before. And Troy's, you know, saying, "What do you think?" I'm like, "We can't do this. You know, why <laughs> we, this is just too much," you know. And he's like, and I'm like, I can't believe he's even thinking about this. You know, I'm I'm the one that worries about finances. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, long story short, we asked the realtor, you know, can we make money on this place or whatever? And the realtor's like, oh, you know, you probably won't make much, but you might hold your money together. Yeah. Troy's like, I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what are we doing? But, okay, you know, okay, Troy's the one that makes the money. I just, I'm the assistant in this thing. So, okay, so we'll do this. Well, long story short, well, okay, so we made our improvements to the house right away. Painting, he changed all the hinges, you know, updated mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So then he's getting to where he's expressing that he wants more of my time. And I say that because, like, he wanted to be up at the lake more. And not mm -hmm. that I didn't want to be, but it was one thing to keep things up at the lake, mm -hmm. keep things up at home. And, you know, I'm trying to be a, a good grandma, you know, yeah. I'm loving my grandkids, <laughs> want to be there and with them and help the girls out with the kids mm -hmm. and this and that. And I had lost my dad um, a few years prior to that, two years. And so my mom's alone. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. going to help my mom. I, mm -hmm. You know, I have a brother, but he doesn't live locally. So... I want to help my mom, you know, and so I'm just being, feel like I'm being torn in a lot of different directions, but, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm very fortunate. I have a husband that wants to be with me. You know, it's like, that's not always the case. Right. So I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. Okay. So I go to this thing where it's like, okay, God, your spouse, your kids mm -hmm. and so forth. So I did that. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Not knowing what was coming. Right. But so I thought. Okay, this is how I'm going to prioritize mm -hmm. all these people in my life that I want to do things for and be with. So, did that, and looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. thank mm -hmm. goodness for that time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So then, oh, let's see, where are we at then? So um, then, yeah. So August of 2020. This is one thing I'll never get over. Um, it was time to get a new pocket plan. Like I'm kind of old fashioned that way. A lot of people use their phones. <laughs> I still like to write it down I'm in with my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I just have to. Yep. So it's August of 2020 and I'm thinking I got to get a new calendar, you know, starting to need mm -hmm. to write things down for 2021, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm like, I, I need to get that. That's amazing. In August, you're already thinking about 2021. Yeah, I'm thinking okay. doctor's appointments yeah. or oh, something. That's, I mean. that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Like, I, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I need to get my, my new planner. Well, forever and ever and ever, all I bought for years were these Lang pocket mm -hmm. planners. No big deal. Two-year mm -hmm. planners. Uh, and here's I had three. never even seen one of those. Sarah uses that to like schedule oh, over. I'd never yeah. seen them until she had them. But wow, look so, at that. So yeah, you guys, I always got the same one, Lang, yeah. and every year. Not this time. In August of 2020... Why? I don't know. Well, I do know why now, but I get this one. Wow. It says, with so, God, all things are possible. Yeah. And I just, mm -hmm. I don't know why it struck me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's 
cool. Yeah. But maybe because, you know, I'd done God, Troy, you yeah. know, all this. So anyway, maybe it was just mm-hmm. a little more fresh in my mind. But I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. I'll get that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had no idea that Troy was, at that point, he was so, so sick. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't know what was wrong. Right. But anyway, I, I didn't know that. And I mean... I don't know. And I guess it's because I bought these for years, mm-hmm. never questioned what I was mm-hmm. just going to get a new one every year. Right. Now, what are the chances? <laughs> right. No, I'm with you. I'm I sorry. think the things that God does mm-hmm. in, yes. that are the little things. Yeah. But now you look mm-hmm. back on it and be like, oh, my gosh, God was yeah. mm-hmm. working. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I never thought about not getting a Lang pocket calendar. <laughs> And, and you never so, will again. No, no. Yeah, this was the first one I bought in twenty. Yeah, yeah. twenty twenty. And I bought the same one again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I will always buy this, this one, one now. Yeah. Don't say always. Well, no. I right. Anyway, hey, so not a girl, we're being Jennifer. obedient to what God wants us, and they'll speak right. to us in our calendars. That's true. But anyway, that was just a yeah, huge that's, thing. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway, and then it was in September. When we started realizing, mm. you know, what was happening. Yeah. And that's when the nightmare began. Right. So, um, but I just, I wanted to be able to, you know, show people that, you know, God is working in their mm-hmm. lives, even if they don't realize it at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. that's one thing that has blown my mind. The thing where, you know, Troy wanted more of my time and I had, I prioritized it. Right. And so thankful. Like that was a, that was a gift. Yeah, because the thing that we forget, and this is what I try to remind everything: the only thing that you cannot get back is your time. That's why I'm always such a huge proponent of like plan every minute of your day based upon the priorities of your life. Do the best, and again, yes, I do the best I can. I'm still not good at it. I try to be as good as I can. I probably prioritize things that I shouldn't. But the point is just this. You will never get back the minute. In fact, I showed uh, Trey Gerber the other day in my journal. I write down at the top, I've done it for years, how many days I have left. So I have 9,487 days left and it just keeps going down and I journal every day just to remind myself, I will never get back today. Never. And so I want to make sure that because tomorrow it's going to be 86 and 85 and I mean, Lord willing, whatever, it might be way less than that, but that's just a reminder every single day. You do not, the one thing that you do not want to to waste is your time. And that's what you're saying. You've made a choice. God gave me the, the opportunity to make him, make Troy, you know, hire, I mean, Troy and I were fine in our marriage. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like we didn't spend time together. Right. Like I say, we spent all of our time together for the most part. But, and we as individuals, we never thought we were any better than anyone mm-hmm. else. Right. But we felt like our marriage was better than others. <laughs> sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, and what I say is I'm thankful that we realized that it was. Right. You know, mm-hmm. we, as individuals, we're no better or different than anybody else. But mm-hmm. we really did have a better marriage, I feel right. like, than a lot of people, right. which I feel like looking back now, well, that was a gift. Yeah. And that's how I have to look at it. Right. Um, like some people never get what Troy and I had mm-hmm. for 37 years. Mm. 
you know, so mm-hmm. I just have to be thankful. You know, I tell myself, be thankful. Don't, <laughs> even though I still don't like it. And I think, mm-hmm. I think God's okay with me saying You that. can be mm-hmm. thankful and not like it at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think that's a, God's a big God and yeah. he understands our emotions and yeah. he understands yeah. the things we're going through and he's not, he's not mad about us being real. I think right. the thing is, you'll see this throughout all of scripture. The only people he got mad at were fakers. Okay. You know what I mean? All the time yeah. that he looked looked at people. The thing that made him the most mad is people who will be fake. That's why I'm like, listen, be real with him. I mean, yeah. that, be authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, he's looking for authentic people, not robots, not right. people that just go through the motions. Be authentic. Be real. Share your story. It all it is yeah. what it is. We're yeah. authentic people on a journey loving the Lord to the best of our ability, hitting potholes and bumps and tires falling off and wrecks on the side of the road. But at the end of the day, we love Jesus, you know? Yes. And like you said a couple of weeks before Christmas, you said, don't worry about what people are going to say. If you have something (laughs) to tell them, you can't worry about what they're going to say. And that gave me comfort coming into this. Like, okay, can't worry about what anybody's going to say afterwards, but you know, at least I'm throwing it out there. Yeah. But, it's um, what people are looking for. Yeah. Real people. Yeah. Well, there's enough fakers mm-hmm. in the world and people listen to them all the time. But when there's yeah. an authentic story, yeah. people are drawn to authenticity. Yeah. And so, but I also wanted to say, um, so we bought that lake house in the summer of 2019, did our, um, repairs or whatever. And, um, Troy said, you know, I'd like to have it because I was like, look, we're going to put it up for sale because I'm thinking, you know, we got to we got to back up here. And he's like, I'd like to have it for one full summer before we sell it. Mm. I'm like, well, so would I. But goodness, you know, should we be doing this? Right. Well, we did. He's like, we we can hold on to it for one more summer. I'm like, okay, because it was the best place for the kids Mm -hmm. and Troy and I to spend time, the family time we had up there was worth no amount of money. Right. I mean, not that you have to go out and spend big money, to, but I'm just like, looking back now, mm. you guys, that was a gift. That, mm. that, that time, that house was not about us remodeling it and making money on it. That time, it was a gift. Mm. Um, I, I just know it was. Right. Because, and, you know, I, sometimes I think back, why didn't we know what was wrong with Troy until... It was way mm-hmm. too late, way mm-hmm. too late. And, you know, I don't know all those answers, but part of me is like, well, out of out of that, because I, I don't think we would have ever caught that soon enough to ever really save his life. But um, so I look at it as that gave Troy that summer he wanted at the lake. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, because if we would have found out in May of that summer, of 2020 that what was going on, well, you know, game over. Once Mm -hmm. you get that diagnosis, you can't just keep going on and enjoying. Mm -hmm. I mean, you need to, I'm just saying Troy wanted that summer at the lake and he got it. Well, and And, the time that you had together as a family prepared you for what was to come. Right. I mean, as prepared as you you can be. I can't put a price on what that lake house meant to our family. Right. And here, you know, I was all fretting about the finances and stuff. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's not what it was about this time. Right. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, 
um, after Troy passed, I thought, oh, people say, don't make too many decisions too quickly or whatever, you know, even though you start processing, what do I need to do? You know, (laughs) I need to do this. I thought, okay, I'm not going to sell the lake house right away. The kids and I will try it, see what Mm -hmm. it's like. Well, of course, it's nothing's the same without him there. Right. But I kept it for um, another summer. And then, lo and behold, the, the housing market is on fire. Right. <laughs> so, and I decided with the kids, I couldn't keep two places. It didn't make sense for me to move up there, mm-hmm. leave Wabash. Anyway, so I, I sold it. And I sold it for more than we paid for it. And right. I'm like, it ended up being another blessing just as far as, how do I want to say this? Because I, I don't want to stress money part because right. mm-hmm. not at all. But when you lose your husband and that's your money maker, right. to there get is through a life, stress. there it is, is a, a stress in it. Well, then I made money or, yeah. you know, it ended up being something that helped me. God provided. God, yes. That's God what provided. I, he yeah. was providing for me. And I'm thinking, I had it all wrong. I mm. should have just, you know, sometimes you just have to let God do mm-hmm. his thing or what, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that whole, I look back at that and it's like, wow, mm. what, how that turned out. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, I think what, again, what you continually say is what, you know, our listeners are seeing and the people that are watching are seeing is, is that God, whether you know it or not, is always working in the background and yeah. it always has, mm-hmm. he does have you even yes. though it seems like mm-hmm. there and, ain't no way. And that's, just... yeah. And that's what, that's what I guess I wanted to try to tell through what I have just lived through. Right. That that is so true. Right. Um, and I couldn't have done it on my own. There yeah. is no way. No. Yeah. There is no way. And I just know he's with me, meaning God. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I couldn't have done it. I couldn't have gotten to this point on my own. It's taken mm-hmm. me three years, but you know, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. Yeah. Taking but, steps in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was just another thing that I look back at as a, a gift in a way, um, where God was mm-hmm. working and yeah. we had no idea, Yeah. no idea. But, um, oh, another thing I wanted to mention that I, I look at as a gift, which really is, and I think you guys will agree, but unfortunately, the day Troy passed, our daughter Cassie was in the hospital in labor mm-hmm. with her third child, and within just a few hours of Troy passing, we're given a new life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just, again, on something like that, I'm like, what are the chances mm-hmm. that close together, just a few hours apart, you know, we lose Troy, which is just, well, you know, devastating, unimaginable mm-hmm. at the time. You just, cause you think that's not going to happen to you to lose someone like that. Well, but then we're given little Corbin, Corbin Troy no. is his name. So, um, you know, on the 19th of November every year. Yeah. I mean, Still, we just, that day, I'm, I don't know how to say it other than I'm glad when it comes and goes. Like, it's just a yucky day for me. 
and I think for the kids as well, but we have Corbin to celebrate that day. Mm-hmm. And that has been so helpful the last couple of years. I mean, I can't explain mm-hmm. that. And I can't help but look at that as a gift. Right. And God worked, you know, like, yes, I took from your family, but I'm also giving mm-hmm. to your family. And you, you, we have Corbin to celebrate, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I yeah. mean... Never, I mean, the chances of that happening, I never dreamed that we would lose Troy and have Corbin the same day. And I know when you first came, when Troy was sick, and I remember you saying something to the effect, I don't know, I don't even remember for sure what we were talking about, because like I said, I was sitting there thinking, whose life is this? This Mm -hmm. is not our life. You know, (laughs) why is the preacher here? Why why is Troy sick? What are we doing? Um, But I just, I remember you saying to Troy, well, you want to see your grandchild being born. I remember Troy was like, well, yeah, like, (laughs) well, why wouldn't that happen? You know, she's due here in about six weeks. You know, of course I'll see my grandchild. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't make it to see. And I, even when you said that that day, I thought, well, why wouldn't he see his grandchild? Right. I thought that's, shoot, she's due in Mm -hmm. November. Saw her from a different perspective. Saw from yes. a different perspective. But yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I think it all the time. I don't, oh my gosh. Yeah. He didn't get to see that baby, and I hate that for Corbin. Yeah. To never know he's grown, but yeah, you know. We, yeah. We'll, for we'll, sure. We'll work through that kind of stuff. <laughs> but anyway, that was another thing that I felt like was a yeah a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looking back. So. You have other stuff on your. <laughs> No, I, again, we just want to make yeah. sure you have an opportunity because we're, again, yeah. there is no, we're at an hour, but okay. if you got other yeah. stuff that you want to go no. through. I, mean, I got a couple hours till my next thing, yeah. so you, you <laughs> well, talk as far no. as I'm concerned. I mean, really, I, I feel like we we covered everything <laughs> that I felt like was on my heart mm-hmm. to share. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the strong foundation being so important and, you know, because people are funny when you approach them about things like people, I feel like don't want to be preached at. No, for sure. That's when they are like, no, thank you. Right. You know? And that's why I thought, well, maybe this is a chance to, where I can say a few things yeah. and people won't take it wrong. If they don't want to listen to me, they right. can, you know, right. shut me off or right. I don't know. <laughs> right. But I just, I felt like I had so, so much to share mm-hmm. about uh, my faith mm-hmm. and, right. And God working in lives and, you know, there is hope, you know, if you, if you can rely on God, you know, like I would have thought there was no hope right. for me mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. myself together. Right. Never saw it coming. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. we were, you know, got married in high, or not get, got married in high school. We were dating in high yeah. school, you know, I had a ring on my finger in high school. <laughs> Who's engaged? Yeah. Who does that? I was supposed to go to Ball State. I was, you know, accepted, enrolled, had my roommate. I was going up. That's just what the Irvins did. That's my maiden name. That's what they did. They were huge college people. Um, My uncle was the assistant dean of students Mm -hmm. on campus at the time. You know, my brother, all my cousins. Anyway, it was a big thing. Yeah. I was the first one not to go. (laughs) You rebel. I was supposed to to go. And I always wonder, I thought... Mm -hmm. Why, Why didn't, didn't I, I go mean, on to school? You know, yeah. like, because my kids are like, Mom, what, mm-hmm. what were you guys thinking? You know, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, looking back, I'm like, I can't help but think God gave me those four years. Yeah, extra time. Extra time mm-hmm. with Troy. Yeah. 
that I wouldn't have gotten because God knew what was coming down the road. Yeah. I didn't. But mm-hmm. anyway, I feel like now I know why I got rid of my plans to go mm-hmm. on to school and said yes and <laughs> got married. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, well, I, again, I love that. I mean, there's there's multi parts of your story today that, I mean, so many people can glean stuff from, from the idea of, because I, I said this a long time ago, is that, you know, the struggle with the local churches, there are no men. You know, like, part of the problem is, is that a lot of women are coming without their husbands because... For whatever reason, right? Not priority, mm-hmm. bitter towards the church. Like, there's just a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. and that you are still, you know, a wife that would continue to walk that journey and be willing to walk alongside, knowing that through your life and through your example, that your husband, that God's got, God's going to mm-hmm. keep working on him, yeah. right? So there's that facet of it. It's that, you know, inside of this journey that. That, yeah, I mean, just when you think, because this is I see in people's life, just when you think it's all the way it's supposed to be, you know what I mean? You're at the prime mm-hmm. of your life. We have, we're, we raised all of our kids. We, we oh, got yeah. to this place. We were, we're, Troy's going to church, like everything. Yeah, now it's about us again. Right. You know, we, right. Now you can enjoy the second half. Like yes. you did all the hard work. Now you get to enjoy the second half that, Although that was completely interrupted by God, that you can still praise him. I mean, I think that's the other cool thing about your story is, is that we can still say, I don't like it. We can still say, I wish it was different. We can still, we can do all of those things, but it doesn't mean that we're not praising him. It doesn't mean that you're not going to like what you did today is to come on and share that like God's good. You know, sometimes this comes across Mm -hmm. as just a theme. God is good all the time, but he is good all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. Some Mm -hmm. of those things, like you say, yeah, people say them and people don't think much about it Right. until you have to think a lot about it. And then it it makes sense. And that's why I'm saying, like, you say these things on Sunday mornings. And I think some people, I'm sure it goes, goes in one ear and out the other. I already know. (laughs) It's okay. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. I don't mind. (laughs) I understand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they don't, they don't get it. Right. But what I'm saying is, People take, they need to listen to you yeah. because it's real. Yeah. Like it, it and does think, make it, mm-hmm. you know, the foundation makes a difference. The, um, like this, that vase that. Right. And that's what I was going to say. That's what's monumental too. It's like all of us have all of these experiences, but one of the things that will define you and it defines everybody is whether you will choose at your crossroads as the rug getting pulled out, as your house is falling down, Mm -hmm. the choice that you will make, who do you love more? This world, because for some people it's a job. For some people it's a profession. Your child, your spouse, your parent, like Mm -hmm. we have to make a decision if we are just passing through, right? If we are just here for a while, Mm then what will define us is that then we will live that way when things of this world are taken away. And that's where you're at. Like, that's exactly. the monumental piece. So. That's exactly where I'm out at. And that's what I have figured out mm-hmm. is 
and I didn't think about this much before, but I figured out this life really isn't about us mm -hmm. and what, mm -hmm. I mean. Yeah. Cause the yeah, pieces of this life keep be. getting plucked away. I mean, this is for mm -hmm. all of your life. Yeah. Different pieces of this life get plucked away as Christians who are just passing through we can make decisions to live in new chapters in new ways because this isn't our home. Like we're passing through and it's a new chapter and we're passing through and it's a new chapter. And God, again, just keeps taking little pieces away. But I think it's the whole like refinement of us. Yes. When he takes away, it refines us even more. When he takes away, it gets us even more focused. And I just think that's yeah. monumental about your story. And I love that you were sharing that, that I think because a lot of us can learn through that of how to move through chapters of life yeah. and not try to put the old life back together. So, yeah, yeah. I have way more, I'm sure that I could have shared, but you, you guys get the gist of mm -hmm. my, mm -hmm. what I'm just wanted to share and yeah. hope that mm -hmm. some, maybe yeah. someone no, this is awesome. or loved it means something, yeah. you know? So, so Jennifer, you want to yeah. send us out? I can send us out. So if you're not a part of our texting or podcast, Ah. Rewind. If you're not part of our podcast texting group, you can text the word podcast to 260-408-8383. Um, let us know if you have any suggestions of anybody you want to be on the podcast or you yourself want to be on the podcast and share your story. We would love to have you on. Yeah. And so don't forget, they put this out. I'm, I'm not sure when this one will go out, but a day or two afterwards when we do this podcast. So once you see it on Facebook, you guys that are out there and you're scrolling through, stop. Uh, one way that you can help us be able to get this story out. Because remember, we, we do this multiple times in a week because we believe in the power mm -hmm. of story. We believe that uh, people's stories will change the world and change people's lives. So if you're scrolling through, stop, uh, like, share, or comment. That helps this get on to other their feeds and gets an opportunity. If you're listening right to this, make sure that you go on our YouTube channel so that you can watch. That way you can see Kelly. That way no. she's uh <laughs> are you a first service or second service? First service. Okay, so she comes to the first service four rows back in the middle, five rows back in the <laughs> middle. Make sure you come up, say hi. And and again, I'm gonna speak for you, Kelly, but if you're somebody that is struggling, somebody that is going through some of those things are trying to figure mm -hmm. out new chapters in life. I would suggest come and talk to her, like somebody that I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure that she would be willing to walk with you in that journey, help share with her story. And I would. And yes, I have so much I could share with yes. someone if, if they need it or That's want what I'm to saying. hear it. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're yeah. out there and you do know that there are people out there that you mm -hmm. can talk to, because there is something about a shared experience. And if you can, yeah. uh, you walk down that journey with, with other people, I think that that would be helpful. So don't forget that. Yes. So if you see her on a Sunday morning, come up and say hi. Even if you don't need anything, come up and say hi anyway, <laughs> introduce yourself. Uh, she, yeah. So. Great mm -hmm. and had a great story, and we're so thankful that you came on, and so thankful that we get to share and be a part of, and not only hear what God has done. I'm super excited of what He is going to do because with every storm, you know, comes something out of it, and so I'm just super excited to see what God's going to do, yeah, moving forward in the future. So. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm at least, I'm open to it now. Yeah. I've gotten to the place. Yeah. Yeah. Good. See what happens. So. Yeah. So mm -hmm. thanks everybody for listening and or watching, and we look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. Bye.